what's new, Nate? We live. (laughs) What's new, Nate? Uh, What's new is I'm IRL in real life in the brand new studio that I have yet to see, and it is beautiful. It's very nice. Nate has returned to his motherland, the womb from which he came. What? Gross. Didn't like that one bit. Do you remember the first time Nate was like, I'll be there in IRL, and neither of us knew what that meant, and then he showed up at our house, and we were like, hey. Oh, that's what that means. I mean, at the studio. Yes. At the, at the at the studio at the house, what? Is, no, that's that's what's new with that's you. That's what's new, man. No, that's awesome. We're excited to see Nate's face no. in real life. Glad to be here. Um, I do appreciate. We should we should go ahead and throw this out there. Nate's dog and our dogs are all in the room with us. Yeah. So if you hear some background noise, it's uh, panting, growling. What sounds like a dog fighting ring? Any of that stuff, it's fine. Don't sweat it. Right. Shot collars going off the whole nine yards. It's yep. fine. Completely okay. We're good. Um, no, excited that you're here. This is I'm, I'm pumped. My my energy is up because Nate is in real life. I know. I love it when Nate's here. It's fun. What's new with you, Travis? <sighs> good good job. Today, the day we're recording this, what I, I don't even know what day, it's Saturday. Saturday. End of duck season. Duck season. Last is day ever. Over. So we had some weather this morning. Yeah, did you, you did. notice that? I did notice that. <laughs> we uh, we had to audible out of our original plan. Then we had to audible out of our plan B, and we ended up just going for a wood duck hunt so we could be out on the water. And we invited my dad, so that was the only time he got to go with Will this year. So that was kind of fun. That's good. Three generations of Thompsons, and uh, Will killed his first Scotch double. Nice. Two birds, one shot. So that was pretty exciting. And he was so proud. I bet he was. I would have been. He was proud of that. So he, um, (laughs) sorry, the dog's distracting me. He, he was, he was really pumped about that. I was pumped about that. Um, unfortunately the taxidermy bill is going to go up again. Yeah. You're gonna have to get that, that pair like mounted. Yeah. Coming in. Thank you. I wanted him to get the pair done too, but Travis said the hen isn't pretty enough. Yeah. I didn't think it was a good hen. I think we can get a better hen. But it's not the one that he got. It's not the Scotch Double Hen. Okay, all right. We'll get a, we'll get them both mounted. You already you already dispatched. no. She's in the fr- no she, no. I didn't. She's in the she's in the refrigerator to age. Oh, yeah. as as they do as they do. She's fine. I can pull her out in the freezer. Okay, it's easy. What is new with you, Emily? We have a new review. Right? So excited. No idea who this is from. Maybe Nate will know. the The username is I almost said screen name. They're gonna know I have a side part where skinny Whoa. jeans. Wow. Is one 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 deep cut. <laughs> the username is one 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 OB one. OB. OB one. Do you think it's Odell Beckham? Junior? Obi Wan Kenobi. I thought it was a Star Wars. Oh it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. Um sorry. I, football. I went football, not Star not, Wars. Yeah. So the the name of the review is my go to Tuesday morning podcast with five stars. Tuesdays are improved week after week with this show and cast of characters. Emily, of course, carries the heavy lift for color commentary. It's true. It's true. If you value pragmatic conversation. Nope. If you value pragmatic conservation discussion, (laughs) Florida hunting and angling topics and overarching woke conversations, this podcast will become the highlight of your feed. Thanks, Nate, Travis, Emily, and all the other folks who contribute. Wow. Nice. Do you think any of those folks that that person is talking about are Kaylee? Probably not. No, hundred percent not. Hey, is Kaylee single? <laughs> Kaylee is single. We got that confirmed on the. I, on the yes. Thank I you for the roo, review. The roo. Thank you for the. What's wrong so with he's us preparing today? A soup. <laughs> uh, thank you for the review, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. You're our only hope. 
<laughs> if you want to know about the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It is much like cracking the Da Vinci Code or solving a Nicolas Cage movie. But it's worth where there's it. There's a map on the Declaration of Independence. But it is worth it because it helps people find the show and somehow. Plus, we I don't have really to, understand. No matter what you write, I have to read it on the show. Yes, Emily will read the review on the show. So make sure make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. New segment. What's noteworthy? Are you excited about this? Yeah. This is your first in real life what's noteworthy. That's true. And you can see the whiteboard now. I know. It's I feel like that's a big move. There's a lot of colors up there. Yeah. They don't mean anything. Um, <laughs> what's noteworthy? They don't mean anything. <laughs> what's noteworthy is a 16-foot, 4-inch python was found in Hardy County. I saw that. This past week. Um, did you see that, Emily? No. Do you know where Hardy County is? Is it south of us? <laughs> Yes, it is south, of but us. it's way north of the Python's Range. Yeah, it's not in the Everglades area. No, no. I mean it's like which it's all, is I want to say this was Zolfo Springs. Springs, which is like yeah, an hour east. from here. Southeast of us is the Everglades. We pass it on the way to the beach. <laughs> Do south of us. We is go the through. Everglades. We go through Zolfo Springs on the way to the beach. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So it's it's probably an hour south of us. Yeah, way closer than Python should be for a sixteen foot four inch python. That's too close. Now, FWC did say they believe it was a pet that was released. They don't think it's creeping range. Okay, so, good. But it was slapped full of eggs. But I would rather them not get established, you know. No, it's yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, anyway, that was that was noteworthy. Also noteworthy, did you see we're having an RHA Zoom call this I Thursday? I did see that. So this is airing on Tuesday the 16th. That Zoom call is going to go on Tuesday the 18th. Uh, my prediction is the information will be fantastic. You will, you will leave that better than you came in informed-wise. My other prediction is that the broadcast quality will be a train wreck, yeah. much like everything that we do. Yeah. So we are working hard on that to try to sort out the OBS and the Zoom and make sure we got everything lined up and it's going to be really good. I'm excited about it. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Like we're going to try to put out a good product. So you know what we have to proud do? Of, proud of it. When you have a Zoom call like that, you have to have like a song playing while everybody joins the call. Oh, is that like background so, music? As though I am, hi, this is Tatum on TikTok. Is that what no. you're describing? Like a TikTok live type situation? No. I'm going to sit there and say, thanks for the cowboy. Like Zoom meetings. <laughs> thanks for the concert. <laughs> I love that I tied it to work and he tied it to TikTok. Did you, did, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys see, I'll still on what's noteworthy. This is now the longest segment of the show. Did you guys see the Cameron Bissell post trophy hunting for guns this week? Yes. I didn't have a chance to read it, but I need, I, I really, read it. I really need to read it. Is it good? In your face. Yes, oh. it's so good. Yes, that's it's teamwork. so good. In your face. In my face. <laughs> it is really good. Generated a lot of good discussion, both on our on our page and on the group. And I got a lot of text messages. And it was and a little bit punny. There were some puns in there. That there I were enjoyed. some puns in there. Nice. So I would say I would never advocate hiding money from your spouse to go collect guns, much like Cameron did in the article. Like, we don't condone that. That was obviously tongue in cheek and not, not in any way. Listen, every marriage is different. <laughs> we um, don't condone that. Last thing I've got is if you're interested in helping out the show, supporting the show in any way, we would love for you to join our Patreon community. We promise you we're going to be doing more stuff. Part of the reason we're doing the Zoom call is one, to inform folks about the RHA thing coming up at the FWC meeting, but we also want to try out this platform and see how we can do some Patreon calls and and get you guys together more and continue to develop our community. Oh, sorry. I have a question. Shoot. If people want to come to that Zoom meeting, where can they find the link? They can find the link, Cast and Blast Florida, the group. They on can find Facebook. The on our Facebook page. We will also, the day this comes out, it's going to be in the show notes. Okay. And we will post it a couple more places. We'll post it on Instagram as well. Okay. So basically, and if you can't find any of those places, 
863-206-0762. Text me and I will send you the link. How about that? Boom. Bro. Take that Fletcher Hallett. Hallett insurance. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. I'm rolling with it. Um but for the for the cost of a cup of coffee a month, that's the old like like uh the old like uh humane society ad or something, right? For less than a cup of coffee a month, yeah, yeah. sponsored mm-hmm. for less than a cup of coffee a month, you could make sure that we are at your meetings representing you, producing two podcasts a week most weeks. I think we ended up with eighty four last week last year or something. That's 82. pretty good. Um so it's it's the best value in conservation and entertainment I can find. Main segment. Oh, before we get to the main segment, we do have to pay a bill. And the way we do that is we talk about our good friend Fletcher Hallett. We've never done the song in person. Have we? Have I we ever like done the song have, in person? I don't we know. could sing you could sing harmony on it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put him on the spot. I don't know about that. If you are everyone in America needs insurance. Everyone in Florida needs insurance. Why would you not pick up the phone, call, text, email Fletcher, and get a quote for your insurance policy? Like, worst case scenario, it comes out more than what you're paying, and you don't do anything. Right. You, you've lost nothing. There's zero risk in this whatsoever. Plus, it helps us out immensely because Fletcher's one of our sponsors. So if you call, it helps yeah. us out advertising-wise because he's paying to advertise on the show. So it's, it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. So give Fletcher a call, text, email if you're a millennial and you're afraid to talk to someone on the phone. 904-315-5812. Or you can email him fhallett at hallettends.com. Emily, how do you spell hallett? Double the L's and double the T's. Hallett for all your insurance needs. Yeah. Wow. On beat. That was High five. We're friends hey, again. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it was always on beat. I think it was just a, a delay in the lag. It's the delay. The lag. I know. It's the lag. But this yeah. will be, I know. But you, the thing is, you never fixed it. No. In editing. I, I wouldn't know if it was on beat or not, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the main main segment. Um, mm. We are titling this "Mistakes I Have Made," and where we're going on that is. I got married when I was twenty-one. <laughs> no, JK, JK. Emily, not to me. Yeah, true. <laughs> the whole audience may not know that story, but we're just going to kind of walk you through some mistakes we've made in our outdoor pursuits, and maybe they turn into tips for you. Lessons learned. Yeah. I don't know. So go ahead, Nate. Start us with the first one. So when you're fishing with braid. Yep. Especially. On a spinning reel. On a spinning reel. It's a pretty specific tip here. But in order to avoid wind knots, instead of spinning the handle to close the bail, like you normally would with the spinning rod, you want to flip it closed with your hand. Yep. Because a lot of times when you spin the handle, it spins... It spins the um, spool just enough to like twist the line and create like a wind knot. Yep. And then you throw it again and it's just like just disaster happens. And the wind knots, A, they create a a friction point in there, like a a failure point, but they also create resistance when you're casting. Right. So you get enough of them in there and you can't cast as far. As a guide, wind knots are like the bane of my existence. Like I hate for, for people casting to not close it. So it's something I, I will say to people all day long is close the bail by hand, close the right, bail by hand, right. close the bail by hand. But there's a really good reason for it. It'll also make your braid last a lot longer and braid ain't cheap. No, it ain't. So by closing it by hand. All right, Emily, give us a mistake that you have made in the outdoor world. Never trust an open bag of beef jerky in a boat or a blind a, bag. So I have a story about this. You, you can validate this, right? So, but this was an unopened bag of beef jerky. 
Kylie I told bought, this story. I, yeah, she Matt, bought Matt's yeah. girlfriend Kylie told this story. There was mold in the beef jerky on a closed, sealed, theoretically sealed. There must have been a pinhole somewhere is what I'm thinking. But anyway, yes, never trust an open bag of beef jerky because you don't know where it's been. You don't know how long it's been open. And you don't know whose hands have been in that beef jerky. Oh, moral, that's a good point that I did not think about. The moral of the story really is if you open beef jerky, eat it all. Eat, yeah. Like, what yeah. are you doing with your life? If you've never, if you if you don't finish a bag of beef jerky, what are you doing? With yeah, I, I'll give it a day or two, but I'm not. I think Emily's speaking more to the ones that are in the hatch from last season. Yeah, there was even one this season. It was um ba- like bacon jerky. Yes, that stuff's so good. Well, I opened it and it tasted like doo doo butter, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even expired. Technical term. All right, I'm gonna give you one. Um, a lot of mine are related to things I've had happen to me, just time after time after time. Uh, this is a put a spare quart of oil in your boat, mm-hmm. like a like a quart of oil, like two stroke oil in, in the in the quart. Yeah, so I have a two stroke motor. Right. So the there's an oil alarm that will go off on your boat because there's a there's a reservoir in the boat that right. will pump it into the. I'm, I'm talking if you don't make sure your your oil and your gas or right. whatever, or if you have a four stroke, this doesn't apply. Right. But mine has an oil reservoir in the boat, and if the pump goes out, it can't pump that oil into the reservoir on the motor. Here's the problem. If all your oil is in that reservoir on the boat, you have no way to get it out to put it into the, cause you can put it in the little reservoir right. on the motor and run around. Right. All, most of them. Um, so always carry a spare quarter oil. So you can put a little in the motor. If you feel exactly. pump goes out. Exactly. Smart. Then you can just pop the cowling, and pour oil in there. And you can, I, I can fish most of the day on what's in the reservoir. Yeah. So just to, that's a that's a pro tip if you still have a two stroke or just go buy a four stroke and don't worry about it. Yeah, well, you have fifteen grand laying around. Yeah, man, throw at it. Yeah. All right, you're up, Nate. What do you want to do? You want to do put the plug in? Yeah. So um, uh, I'll I'll do this one because it's not a lesson necessarily that I've learned. Oh, it, well, you've learned it indirectly. I've learned it ex- yes, in, indirectly. Um, mostly because Travis always forgets to put the plug in the <laughs> boat, especially the duck boat. Yeah. We'll be running to this spot and we'll get there and we'll sit. I'm like, man, there's a lot of water in the boat. And he's like, nah, that's just from spray or whatever. Isn't it amazing that he knows he doesn't put the plug in yet every time someone points out the water in the boat, nah, he's not. in complete that denial right. <laughs> about that it mean. being that thing. And so it'll be fine. We it'll had, buff out. Yes. So I think you've gotten in the water and put the plug in the boat before. Oh, I. that's when With I you're reaching your hand yeah. under there and spin it. So what I like to do is go to the spot. Then put the plug yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> saves you some time at the ramp, right? right. If you don't if you do that. Um, so <laughs> the moral of the story is have a routine where like when you're pulling up to the boat ramp, you take the straps off, you unhook the boat, you put the plug in, and he, you back the boat in the water. In I mean my, it's like a it's like a in my defense, I do have a routine. I do have a routine. It just doesn't include putting the plug in. No, it. it changes from fishing to hunting season because my my fishing boat, the plug doesn't come out of. The plug is just always in it. Like that plug has been in there since we bought it. I've never taken the plug out of it once. So if water gets in that boat, I just pump it out with the, the bilge pump. Right. So during the fishing time of year, I never check the plug. I always back it in, dump the boat, undo the it. straps. And, and you're so off. with I, your duck hunting boat, it's just not something you think about. It's Because your brain is... Your brain is still thinking about fishing, especially it's, early season. Probably. It's a different routine. Right. And so if you will think back, the, the situation you're talking about specifically was an early season duck hunt. Right. And no, through no fault of my own, I was just, I happened to be in a different mind t- mentality mindset. I mean, it was 100% my fault, really, if you want to spin it that way. 
But yeah, put the plug in. Do we want to spin it that way? I think we Re- want to spin listen, it that way. anybody who owns a boat or uses a boat, the best practice is to check the plug before you put it in the water every single time, regardless of whether or not your Agreed. plug comes out of your boat. 100%. So just, just build a system and follow it, people. 100%. And I will say this. I did not once leave the plug out of the boat this duck season. Oh, good for you. No, not one time. That said. Did you ever take it out? Yeah, I took it out every day. Hmm. That said. Every client that got on my boat that listens to the podcast asked me about the plug <laughs> at well, least once, maybe seven times. Good. They're putting it in your head. They're keep reminding <laughs> so you. So good. It's good. Yeah, my work so, here is done. Yeah. So you guys are doing a great job with that. I It's it's greatly appreciated. You're doing the Lord's work. All right. I've got a... I've got I, a isn't hundred, it my turn? Oh, is it your turn? Isn't it? Sure. Okay. I don't know. You know I'm terrible at that. Carry... Look, they're very easy to store because they don't take up much room, but a couple of tarps is really great to have in your boat. In case it rains and you can't leave where you're at, you can build a little fort in your boat and get <laughs> under the tarps, especially if you have children with you that you need to cover yeah. up. Do you want to elaborate at all any more than that? Or like, good? especially when you see a storm coming and you're like, <laughs> it's going to miss us, right? Yeah, it's going to miss us. No problem. It's going to miss us. This feels like it's turning into an attack, like a personal attack on me. Like, I, I feel like I've been a victim I just, and I need to call Howlin' Thornhill. <laughs> 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 what a reference. <laughs> You should also, um, it's, I think it's really smart to carry some goggles. Yes, that's true. Especially when you're driving in the, in the rain, needle stinging rain at 30 miles. Yes. You can get goggles really cheap. Yeah. Yes. Like I think I got a pair of Smith goggles for like 50 bucks. Mm. Smart. It's not cheap. For good quality. Oh my God. For good Sitka goggles. has completely ruined your <laughs> ability to decide what is affordable and what is not. He's like, I got this T-shirt for $75, babe. What a deal. <laughs> While we're on this subject, um, one of the things that I have that I think has paid off handsomely, and it has paid off for Nate and his family many times in their life, um, me having this, is build yourself a spare electrical kit to fix the little things that yes. go wrong on the water that can be just a huge pain. Yep. Yes. Cosine. Um, a, a couple of fuse holders, a bunch of fuses, um, a spare pump. So shrink, shrink tubing, shrink, shrink tubing, tubing and butt, a lighter. butt lighter. splices, yep. anything you need to basically repair an electrical connection or jump an electrical connection or replace a pump because nothing can ruin a day on the water quite like a bilge pump going out, a, a live oil pump going out, your right. running lights going out, stuff like that. Just, it makes your day so stressful. Yeah. And go ahead. Speaking of electrical things on a boat, we learned to carry a pair of jumper cables in your boat, mm-hmm. especially yep. if you have... A trolling motor battery. Yep. Because if your starting battery goes out, you can jump your starting battery from your trolling motor battery yep. and get home. Smart. Yep. Well, in my boat, you can actually switch it. Yeah, yeah. So Some people have switches, which is, but if, but for a long time, we didn't have a switch. Gotcha. And we got stuck where we couldn't start the motor and we actually switched the batteries out, which is another thing you could do. But we ended up starting to carry a uh, jumper cable so we could just. It, you Also, having them on the boat is good because if for some reason, Say your trolling motor batteries went out fishing all day and your house battery went out. Yep. Another boat, you could flag them down and jump it. Yep. So super smart to have a set on the boat. But any, I'm, I'm talking like, so I've got one of those little Engel cooler dry box things. Right. It's like the the six, the 13 quart or 16 mm-hmm. quart or something. And that's just got, it's got crimp tool in it. It's got some wire in it. It's got butt splices in it. It's got fuses. It's got fuse holders. So it's got everything I need to be able to fix Minor issues. Yeah, and, and some of those minor issues really are major because now your ignition won't right. turn over. So, right, you know, right, right. Like, like, so, so being able to just get yourself rolling back on, put yourself a kit together, 
pliers in there. Yep. Uh, vice grips are super handy. I, I once held a steering cable together with vice grips to get back to the ramp. On, nice. This was many, many years ago. Nice. Um, but yeah, I just just have a, a good little toolkit put together on that. Um, all right, Nate, you got another one? Yeah. Um, watch your back casts. <laughs> um, your back cast? Back casts, yeah. Okay. Not back ass. <laughs> um, back casts. Bleep. Um, so... I was 13 years old when this... I've told this story on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah, I think I was, dad told the story yeah, on the podcast. Um, I was 13. Dad's bending over in the bottom, like behind me in the boat. I like crank back with about a six-inch topwater plug and bury two of the treble hooks in the back of his head. With like, his hat on. Like in between his little... The hat gap in the back. Um, so, watch your back casts. Yes. And um, watch your front casts, too. <laughs> Just um, mangroves are an issue. Every um, dad is nodding along with this right now. Yeah. Like, and if, if you don't have kids, you're like, Oh, what's the big deal? Yeah. Like you've never hooked someone yet. You're going, it's, it's coming. Yeah. Your day is just coming. get ready. Get ready with some fishing line and you know, a pair of pliers. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead and watch the YouTube video on how to remove a hook. Yep. All right, Em, you got any more? Um, always bring chapstick and sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pro move. That's like a duh, but like don't ever assume it's in the boat and don't ever assume you have enough. No, because that will ruin your day. Yeah. If you get, especially if you get, um, what's it called where your boat gets stuck? You get Stroke. grounded. Yeah. You run aground. Oh, run you run aground. Yeah. Sorry. And you're stuck there until high tide. Yeah. yeah like you're going to need and water like the essentials yeah. people. Yeah. Always. I always have a gallon of water in my boat. Did we talk about a manual bilge pump yet? No. So that's, that's actually on my, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. That was under my electrical kit. I, yeah. Kit. But a manual bilge pump. You know what we should do is build the people a list of like, okay, the first year you have a boat, here's the five things you That's need to have. That's a good then, idea. Because you got to build on it year over year, right? Because like right. You, you'll spend as much on this stuff as you would on a trolling motor trying to get it all together in one year. Yeah, no, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, not anymore because trolling motors have gotten pretty expensive. You know, one, two, three, four. Um, um, yeah. I got, I think I got one more, two more, I guess. Um, one is always where your kill switch. Yes. I had a terrible experience with Will. This was probably five or six years ago. Wherein we came out of a cut and I cut a hard left and the boat spun completely around and I didn't go out of it, but it scared me enough to where I like I had to sit down. I was shaking. Yep. We did a 360 going wide open. Mm -hmm. You don't know how close that could have been to just a tragic, tragic accident. So always make sure that I have my kill switch wrapped around my wrist or clipped to my person. During duck season, it's super easy now because the Sitka waders have that little D clip on them. So I take that off and yeah. clip it on there. That's a money, dude. That's a money move. I'm just telling you. That's, don't shake That's your almost as much of a flex he as a Benelli shotgun. He don't gotta dance. He make money moves. <laughs> that's almost as much of a flex as a Benelli shotgun. And then on the um, on my big boat, on my big boat, on my Maverick, I wrap it around my wrist. But I think this year I'm going to get the uh, man overboard. I, can't, fell, I think it's called Fell Marine. F-E-L-L Marine. Okay. It's a wireless kill switch. So you wear just a little and so it's bracelet. Like and how close you, you are to... Yeah. It, yeah. It, I've, I've watched videos of it. Like they jump over the side while it's running and the boat stops. Wow. Really cool. Really cool. That's and cool. I, so it's expensive. I think it's 150 bucks. but what's your life? Well, like yeah. when you trade that out for as much boating as... Is it do. when it touches water or is it, I is think it it's, I distance? Th- I think it's distance from the... I, I prefer the manual one. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Because there's nothing electronic to it's, fail. There's still a risk reward thing with, yeah, exactly. 
Just like I'd rather, well, I kind of wish windows were still manual in vehicles. Really? Yeah, because it can't break. But we were doing math the other day. Emily's had three cars in her life. And one That's of true. them, she's had, one of them you had for what, six months? That was your first car? No, I had it for like a year and a half. And two so years. then she's had two cars in the time period since then. Well, that's pretty good, actually. 18 years, two cars. And one of them had a the everything mechanical. Manual. Yes. Manual windows. That was Kathy the Cavalier. Kathy the Cavalier. You know, kids, when you ask a kid to answer the phone, they don't do this. They no, do, no one can see you on they the radio. They do this. You know this isn't, this isn't live. They don't, <laughs> they don't, they don't make, make the, the sign they don't make for... The, they don't make the thumb pinky. They just do a whole hand <gasps> up to yeah. their... Just pause for a second. Did we lose a dog? So that was an abrupt turn before we got to keep and release. And you, this is being recorded at a later date. This um, is the next day. <laughs> this is the next day. Nate is not here. Catherine's not here. Matt and Kaylee Huck are not here. here. Um, uh, spoiler alert, Finley is here. Finley is here. So in the middle of the recording, we, we were just having a good time. Everybody came over. Nate and Catherine ended up in town at a last minute kind of pl- change of plans. And so they brought Huck over to play with our dogs. And during the recording, <laughs> they got a little unruly. You, I think you heard Finley barking a time or two or something. They just wanted to play. Yeah. So they went outside to play. And Finley, in a classic Britney trend, I guess. Move. Move. Classic Britney move. He he left. He went on an unauthorized walkabout. Yes. Um, so we live kind of at the, if you were to go a half mile in one direction, there's a very busy road. If you were to go a half mile in the other direction, there's a very busy road. We live back in a subdivision and we live near woods, but there was a lot of concern because if he went that way. He's only gotten out one other time and he went that way. So we were, right. we were pretty concerned about that. So we stopped the recording in mid recording. We do not have keep and release. No, we had lots of great keep and release things. Nate had evidently a controversial one. He would not even tell us. So hopefully he comes back <laughs> hot with that next week. Remember? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to talk about women in science day and celebrating that. And we were going to talk about dry February. We were going we to talk, talk about a book I've been reading. Feel and stream we'll article. just save all of that. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Hope everyone has a great week. Our dog is safe and, and, and sound, safe and found. Yeah, can we just say that he was gone for three hours. We had five cars and 11 people out looking for him. If you hear him gagging right now in the background, that's him. Yeah, because he ate. Who we have what. no idea. He's still kind of working everything out of his system. And the, the whole story is he got, we have, we we live a couple houses from my parents behind my parents' house. They have an acre of land. We have two and a half acres and behind their house is nothing but land for miles and miles and Undeveloped, miles. Undeveloped thick Florida, Florida swamp. scrub and yes, swamp and swamp. So it, it's got every terrain from nasty wetlands. Like we were walking back through palmettas in six inches of water. Yes. After we got him. So, but what happened we think is he does not really like water. He's not much of a water dog. And he got between two streams chasing something like he jumped them. Uh, he, he jumped over them or whatever, chasing a squirrel or cow or something and uh, got between the two and then would not cross back. Couldn't get home. Yeah. So he was running up and down the stream bank when we found him. 
yeah and it was just freaking luck grace yeah we were out there good timing and, when we found it we were out there emily was all decked out you've probably seen the the picture emily was all decked out in her waders i was in my sitco waders hashtag and um we were out there thermocells going flashlights yeah headlamps. i don't can we just since we're depriving them of some segments here can we sure. just take a moment and describe what happened here sure so we spent a couple of hours because it's a good story. We spent a couple hours driving this basic, basic triangle around the woods, the two busy roads, and our house was kind of in the middle. Once we had about five cars going on that, we had no sign of the dog, and we, um, it was dark, and so at the and, and we have a huge pack of coyotes. That's the other yes. part of concern that you should know here. So we have a lot of coyotes. Yeah, a ton. Um. Yes. Thank you. So it got dark and we kind of all met up at the house to like get some water and like take a second. And Travis started, he said, I'm going after, I'm going after him. Cause I was kind of ready to be like, okay, well he's gone forever. Right. I and just what? kind of accepted it. Um, Travis said, I'm going after him. And I said, I'm going with you. So he put on his waiters. I put on my waiters. We had headlamps. He had a backpack full of batteries, cell phone charger, bottles of water, we had to carry a ladder to the point where we could get to this pasture because you had to go over a barbed wire fence. Yep, and the, the fence posts were too narrow to slide under it. Yeah. Like you couldn't get between it. There wasn't enough play in the fence post. Exactly. Um, and we just freaking went traipsing through the thick, thick, thick woods. Oh, you couldn't see. Over streams. We each had a thermocell like strapped to our waders. <laughs> Emily at one point was like, uh, does this end? Because we were in palmettos so thick. Yeah, I was like, is this going to clear soon? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> just keep going. But anyway, it just so happened that Finley was wearing an e-collar when he got away. And we've talked about e-collars on the show before, but let me just give them one more shout out because in the dark, we would we would walk for a little ways and then we would stop and try to beep his e-collar to get a noise and just call for him. Once we got to the second stream, we stopped and did the same thing called wait a second and beep the e-collar and I saw a very faint green in the distance and when I looked at it his eyes reflected in my headlamp and he was you know 200 uh, yards yeah. away and he made his way towards us and, and he I, was I went on across the, the creek and got him yeah because he was over. on the other side of the river so anyway it's been a interesting 12 hours since we were recording yes so this, that's why there is no keeping release in this and thank you guys for hanging with us on it and thank you to all the local listeners and friends who shared the post we had about him because we were we were really worried he would get to one of those roads and either get hit by a car because he's not an outside dog or get picked up he's got a collar with our, our name and number on it and stuff but we just wanted to get the word out there as quickly as we could uh, in this area so um anyway we appreciate everyone's help with that and we are <laughs> we are back to normal now with a with a whole complete house kennel full of dogs and no more Nate no more Catherine they'll be back next week Nate will be back next week anyway I will say uh, we had a good time sorry sorry we didn't give you guys the full the full Monty uh, of for yesterday's episode or today's episode or whatever episode you're listening to right now but we will be back next week thank you guys so much for listening y'all have a great week don't forget to check us out leave us a review. Share the podcast with a friend. Join Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Join Patreon if you enjoy <laughs> the show. And y'all and don't forget about the Zoom call. Go find the link and make sure you attend the Zoom call for Thursday, January eighteenth. No, nope. February eighteenth. Yep. <laughs> and y'all stay woke. <laughs> <laughs>